Hey guys, my name is Denasia. And my name is Faith. Welcome back to season three of Type A Black Girls. We're discussing all things adulting, living in new cities, working our first big girl jobs, and of course, all things that come with being Type A Black Girls. We hope you enjoy. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? We in the same space. Can you believe? Listen, just, just to start off, for one, we are never, ever filming just the two of us in the same room. Ever. Ever. It's always, I'm in North Carolina, not Denasia's in New York. Yeah. Like, it's just hard to film. And before that, it was Vegas and Arizona. Yeah. Like, we, just being long distance besties, it's hard to film in the same place. Oh, no, absolutely. Hard. Being long distance besties is hard in and of itself. And, and then the being... fact that we were always long distance, like, yeah, we never were in the same state. Yeah. If y'all knew here, we. <laughs> you got <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. If y'all are new here, we have never lived in the same state, but we are still friends. Yeah. We met on Twitter. Realistically. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen to the, uh, like, season one and you'll really get understood. Especially season one, episode one. But. Let's get into our rose button thorn. Um, I'm in New York. Denasia lives in New York. I'm in her space. Like it, it's it, crazy. It feels not real. Yeah, because I'm just so used to us just facetiming. Yeah, and now I'm like seeing her shoulders down. Like, no, crazy. no, crazy, crazy. Like, girl. Okay, so let's get into the rose button thorn. <laughs> okay, so my rose um, is I'm in New York, and it's been a grand old time. Like I was supposed to leave Tuesday. We, y'all will hear the New York recap, but we basically just had a grand old time. We were supposed to record, didn't end up happening. And they were like, girl, just, just put your trip. Uh, so I spent a little extra money, pushed my trip, very Listen. tight P. And you understand? Type, not Whoa. type A, not type B, not C, D, E, F, G. It's type, type P. P. And you'll understand what type P means during the New York recap. So just be, make sure you follow type A black girls to see what, what we got going on for what that one. we have been yeah. Girl, okay. Um, so yeah, New York has been a grand old time. If you've been following me on my story, girl, especially my close friends, girl. Um, my bud, oh girl, sorry, rose bud and thorn is rose something good that happened in your week, bud <laughs> is something that you're looking forward to, and thorn is something bad that happened in your week. So my bud is I've been trying to get Lola to I'll give y'all the ends the 401 on our Halloween costumes. For him to be Gargamel and me to be Papa Smurf, because I love a good paint in my face. For Girl, me. she she had to explain to me who Gargamel <laughs> was because I've seen the Smurfs, but I didn't know who she, I didn't know who that was. And then she put up the pictures, and I said, "BFFR, why are y'all going? Y'all can't do no other cute couples costume. <laughs> no, it's me. And the thing is, Lola's gonna do anything that makes me happy." Period. So, period. period. So he, I, I had asked him a few weeks ago when he was talking about some. We'll see. We need to see about. It's a yes, <laughs> and it finally was a yes. And I was like, oh my gosh! Like he's like, face, stop being weird. I'm like, but it's me. Yeah. I can't stop no. being and, weird. And honestly, the biggest question is who's gonna be Smurf and who's gonna be Gargamel? I'm gonna be a Papa Smurf because Lola said he wouldn't paint his face blue. <laughs> <laughs> But you gonna put that ball cap on? You sure will. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and my thorn is. I'm paying rent on a place that I'm only going to be spending at this point, like four days in. Mm. Yeah. Cause I'm about to leave to Denver this weekend. So that'll be fun. Cause I'll be seeing Lola. So it's a thorn, but it's also kind of a bud. 
Um, but yeah, and on top of that, my job is actually like they really making me work. Like it's only my seventy third day. Like, can I catch a break? Not my seventy <laughs> third. <laughs> Girl, they really asked me for deliverables. Like, y'all trust me talking about something. You know your space. No, I don't. I don't know my space, actually. But I'm really, really trying because I want to raise in the next year. I want a grade increase, like pay grade increase. And I'm really trying my hardest. Like that whole nine to five, when you actually have deliverable, it was never giving nine to five. It was never. giving nine to whenever you, you get it done. And don't let you commute. To, to through technically you're working eight to eight because if you can well, at least for me yeah the for commute, you. commuting across the city like that's an extra hour before and after work mm. you ain't got no time to live no none sit okay mom so what's your rose by the thorn so let me start off with a thorn so <laughs> <laughs> moved into my new apartment which we're currently sitting in love and let me just say if you guys are like consistent listeners you know that this episode is coming to you a week behind mm-hmm. we apologize for that yes so when we recorded the first time when i tell you the audio was so bad because i was sitting in this empty apartment mm-hmm. and the echo was unbearable like you guys would have turned it off i'm not gonna lie we would have lost people listening yeah it was horrible yeah and we really just have to wait to give you guys quality audio mm-hmm. um so we're really trying our best so bear with us with audio i'm still moving in but I moved in, right, and I had to take all of my stuff from where I was in another part of the city to where I am now, right? The day I did that, it decides to pour rain. <laughs> Pouring, literally raining cats and dogs. I was like, did the hurricane hit us too? Sick. Because you know the hurricane was all up in Florida. No, just, big fact. Just causing a, Holy, causing a mess. Whole East Coast. East Coast. Yeah. And I didn't know New York was a part of that. <laughs> so I was getting poured on. And the crazy part is it wasn't even raining until I started dragging my suitcases out. No. Then it started raining. Sick. My, I'm wearing Crocs. My, my feet is wet. Mm. It's just, just all bad. Yeah. And when I got to the, I had an Uber that was going to take most of my stuff over because bringing all my suitcases and all my stuff on transit just sounded like a nightmare. Absolutely. It sounded like you getting robbed. Yeah. Like, I'm going there with nothing. Facts. So I was like, let me just get an Uber. Why when <laughs> I came and put my stuff in the Uber, the man just going to look at me through the rear view. He didn't even open the door for <laughs> one. Whoa. He sees me with bags, like piles of stuff. And I got a, I got a bigger car that way I could fit all of it he literally sat there and watched me in the pouring rain trying to load all my stuff in there and did not help me finally I think it was the New York in me that kicked in that day Mm -hmm. I went and knocked on that window I said get out of the car (laughs) I said come on we have work to do you just gonna sit here because he was getting irritated that I was taking a long time as if I'm not loading all of my life into the back of this man's vehicle. Yeah. And he's just sitting there watching me struggle. <laughs> and he's going to catch an attitude. But he, he sure did put them things in there, though. Oh, absolutely. He sure did load them up. And I said, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. We had an attitude with each other the whole ride. It was like a 40-minute drive. Mm-hmm. Did not talk. No no, no music. No music. <laughs> <laughs> Sat in silence the whole ride. And he looked, he looked at me in the mirror. I looked at him in the mirror. We stared each other down. Mm. No tip. Oh, no. I said, no, you can get a tip when you get out the car and actually help me do something. Let's start there. Because I'm not about to sit here and be no man that don't help no woman get his her stuff in the back of his vehicle. Crazy in the rain, too. In the pouring rain. Like, literally, moms, I'm so glad that I had my braids in because I was just oh, like. Oh, no. I was getting poured on. So it was insane. That was my thorn part one. 
part two happened this morning. <laughs> so the way my card is set up for the Metro, um, I have like a, a pass where basically if you're not familiar with like Metro, you can get a certain amount of swipes each month or you can just pay unlimited. I have unlimited, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. My card ain't been working. I think it's because I had it near my phone and it deactivated like the magneticness of it. I see. So I've just been hopping over them things. The little, you know, the little subway, like when you, when you go through, you can mm-hmm. jump over it, yeah. right? <laughs> oh my God, they caught me in 4K. They're probably going to arrest me after this because <laughs> they be taking this serious, obviously. Mm. Um, I've been hopping over and I've been fine for like the past week. And so I had a chance to like replace it. Today I hop over. And the area I be going in is kind of secluded. And I think I'm in the clear. I hear a, hey, ma'am. <laughs> I just kept walking because that's not my name. That's not my name. That's not my name. Mm-mm. He can be talking to anybody. He I'm the only one in the room, but he can be talking <laughs> He couldn't have been talking to me. He couldn't have been talking to me. Mm. He said, ma'am. Why is it four cops? Excuse me? Four cops. No. I said, now you know New York is crazy. There is bigger things you need to be worrying about than me jumping over into New York transit. Little old me. Little old me? No. He said, can I see some ID? <gasps> oh, I didn't know he actually... He asked for my ID, moms. Yes. This is the first time Faith's hearing this. He asked for my ID. And I gave it to him. He said, you're not from here? I said, no, I'm from Las Vegas. You, you think I'm not this, this is a Nevada driver's license. <laughs> he said, well, where do you work? Told him where I work. He said, are you going to work? I'm in slacks and loafers. Bro, I'm you no, think I'm going to the strip club? You think I'm going to Times Square? Come on now. I'm going to the office. <laughs> he said, well, you don't got you don't got a way to, you don't got no coins. You don't got no cash. <laughs> <laughs> if I had coins and cash, I'd be over there putting my coins and cash in the transit. I said, I got Apple Pay. He said, they don't take that. I said, I know. <laughs> That's, what I was That's why I'm hopping over. He said, well, I'm going to let you go this time. But next time, you need to make sure you have some coins and cash on hand. <laughs> CNC is crazy. I was ready to slap him across that bald <laughs> head. I said, four cops stopping a 22-year-old girl on her way to work. Four? When you know, first of all, let's, fit the rap, let, let's work on the rap problem. And then you come <laughs> talk to me. Bro, those things are huge. No. So, yeah, that, those are my thorns. Um, but it's just, in general, things are looking better. Yeah. If y'all know, the first month was just rough. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I was just going through trials and tribulations every day. It was just a lot moving here. Yeah. Um, but things are finally starting to look better. I'm finally doing fun stuff that I want to do. The reason I came here to New York, like, my my rose is that for one, Faith is here, which already Fair. we didn't have a great time. Grand. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I literally saw Jack Harlow tonight on a whim. Like love. It's a school night. It's a Wednesday. School night is crazy. It's a Wednesday. And I just up and went to a Jack Harlow concert, and he brought out Bryson Tiller. Love. That man been in a cave since, like, 2018. Like, you know Bryson Tiller does not leave his house. He just be he be in that little rocking chair rocking that baby. That's it. That's it. That's it, and that's all. And I don't blame him. Mm. But, yeah, saw Jack Harlow and Bryson Tiller tonight on a whim. Mm. Got all these things planned for the weekend and next weekend, the weekend after that. Sure like, do. Looking busy. You have a lot. I have a lot planned. Mm-hmm. And I just be in the right place at the right time. Facts. So overall, things are looking better. But yeah, um, that Uber driver, I got him listed on my list. You, y'all list. know, y'all know we got a list. We got a list. And he's at the top. Yeah, we haven't done a list in a while. We have so, a I mean, if you make it to our list, like that. You're on the list. You're on the list. And you're not girl. getting off. Yeah. Oh, no. Him, nope. and, him and them four cops that stopped <laughs> me as if I was running dope through the city is insane. Uh, oh, Okay, but let's start the episode. Yes. Yeah, so, um, 
were thinking like, dang, when we were 18, what did we know? And it really nothing. was nothing. And I had asked on the story, make sure you guys follow Type A Black Girls. Um, what do you think, like, what do you wish your 18-year-old self could have known known now? And mm-hmm. I'll repost those when this episode goes live. But it was a lot of like, girl, you don't know anything. Like, yeah. it was like, girl, just go and have fun. Yeah, don't be so worried about everything. Bro, we were, me and Nadja, we went to dinner yesterday and we were saying, like, we took life way too seriously as 18 year olds. Thought it was the end of the world there about everything. Every girl. Just, uh, I, well, as y'all know, I come from a very long line of dramatic women. Mm. And I think that's where it stemmed from. Like, everything was very, very life, dramatic life and life changing yeah. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the smallest thing, I'd be like, this is going to impact me for the rest for of my the life. For the rest of my life. Yeah. We are very anal about things that we shouldn't have been anal about. Yeah. I wish I could have relaxed a little bit. I think life would have been a bit easier if I just relaxed. But the thing is, is that I feel like there's so much pressure at 18. Yeah. To feel like I'm graduating high school, I need to decide what I want to do with my life. Like, there's a lot of pressure that happens at that age that mm-hmm. you feel like it's life or death. No, no, no. I, and that's what it did feel like at that moment. Yeah. Um, now looking back, I'm like, girl, you had life on easy girl, mode. Easy mode. No bills. Not, not no bills, but uh, compared to right now, no bills. No bills. No, no. bills. I just a little car payment. I thought that was, dang, my mom was taking all my money. But realistically, really? I would take that insurance and car payment over this over rent, this rent like, 401k H- hsa roth ira health days. insurance every day every day okay but so faith give us a rundown on like where you were at 18 what did life look like for faith at 18 okay so 18 year old faith was ready to be naked um and i say this <laughs> insane <laughs> sentence opener i was and i say this because like my dad never let me, like, when I went with my dad, I tried to be very, very covered, not show anything. And this stems from him just being, a, just saying crazy, like, a, he said, why would you say that? And that basically impacted my entire life at 12. So when I was 12, this man, I, I really wanted to wear um, a tan, no, a bikini. My grandma was making me wear a tan king on this crew, on this crew supposed to go on. And I was texting this boy at the time on, like, my Android, like, my gra- my grandma bought me a tan can and I want to wear a bikini and my dad ended up picking up my phone and saw that I was talking to a little boy and he was like sir like you should not be talking to my daughter and then he gonna <laughs> sit me down talking about some you can't wear a bikini because I when I was a cop like I saw girls get sex, sex trafficked all the time ha- where's the correlation I'm talking about no causation no correlation no Asian no graph no graph, okay? And that really stuck with me. So that so when I was 18, I was like, yeah, we getting a bikini. Yeah. Uh, Shein, Z- Zaffle. Got Zaffle. Zaffle. Yeah, yeah. Zaffle and Fashion Nova. Yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't a Fashion Nova girly yet because I couldn't fit in the Fashion Nova clubs. But um, I was a Zaffle girly and I was just ready to be naked. Um, I always had crop tops on. I really ran rampant and... That high school dress code just went out the window. Um, I had my high school group of friends that traveled with me to college, and I even dormed with one of them. I met two other engineering girls. I was in computer science. I thought I was so smart. Granted, I hadn't taken no classes yet. So that that would change. It was giving prereqs. Very much. Pre- <laughs> no, it was, giving, it was giving the football game weekend before I started classes. That's what yeah. it was giving. Um, and I 
would call my mom every day. We were super close. It was crazy how close we was. We were, um, I downloaded Tinder. I, I downloaded every single one. I dibbled in different colors of people. It was really like, and the thing is, I also had my first boyfriend over that summer. Mm. And the thing is, I was, we were dating and I was like, wow, but he was so nonchalant, but he was, he was too nonchalant to the point where I was like, do you even do like you even me? Like me? Be, yeah, be, be honest. Come, no, be honest. Do you like me? And I'm like crying in his arms. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're gonna have to like break up. Like, and he's like, no, we're not. I'm like, okay. A week later, I'm like, we need to break up. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, I was waiting for you. I, I was actually gonna break up with you before you went to college anyway. So I'm glad you said it first. Excuse insane crazy thing to say but yeah I was a little cougar I was dating somebody that was a year younger than me and that was 18 year old faith now moms paint your picture not gonna lie 18 year old age wanted to be naked too mm-hmm. um if y'all know like I my not to say my parents were like uber strict but they weren't strict when I was growing up mm-hmm. so a lot of like not saying that um and also I was just a very like I feel like I was just a very introverted high schooler Like, I was very shy and kind of just in my shell. So, like, the combination of that and strict parents just meant I really did not get much of the high school experience, truly. Like, I was not going to parties. I was not doing what normal, like, high schoolers I felt like should have been doing. I didn't. I think it was also because of, like, this expectation I had about high school in my head. Like, Mm -hmm. in my head, high school was, like, Mean Girls, like you needed to be doing X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. or it was like uh, the shows I had seen, the movies I had seen, where everyone's like doing their first everything essentially. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm not really doing that, girl. Like mm-hmm. high school is nothing like the movies. Yeah. Um. So I was really disappointed about that, and I think I going into college, I wanted to make up for lost time. So it was also giving Project X. I want to be partying. I want to get late night college experiences. Mm-hmm. I want to make up for lost time. At the point, at that point, all my friends had moved away for college and I was going to an in-state school. So I was bitter about that because I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be at home. Like, I want to be, I want to be where the people are. Like, it was giving me Ariel, Hallie Bailey. Screaming. (laughs) Like, I just wanted to be, I wanted to be doing everything, you know? So I was just on a mission to make sure that college was the best four years. And I think setting that expectation early on was detrimental because college is rough, and yeah. I don't think those are the best four years. Not oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Maybe the brokest? I, 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 <laughs> I can agree. I can attest to that. Like, I mean, it, it was it's fun, and I did have, like, a great time in college. I, I really lived it up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think there's other years that are just as fun, if not more fun. I feel like your 20s after you graduate. And oh, you actually easily. have money. And you actually have money to fund the stuff you want to do. Yeah. But I was also in just a very rebellious mood, too. I will say that. Um, my parents can probably attest to that. I was not trying to follow no directions. <laughs> I said, I've been following directions for 18 plus years. Y'all yeah. not about to hold me down no more. Mm. Sick. Yeah. So, altogether, I think that all in combination was just, uh, it was a lot going on. Yeah. At 18-year-olds. But we do have a couple categories of what we wish we would have known mm-hmm. at that age. Um, financially wise, education wise, love life, mm. friendship, all of it. So let's start off with finances. Um, what do you wish that 18 year old you would have known? And what was your situation at that point? Okay. So the reality of, um, my finances at 18 is I'm glad that 18 year old faith worked that winter and summer job because it really funded every single semester. I'm not going to hold you. 
I don't know. I, I, I can't fathom how I pay for things mm. in college. But I, I, I mean, I found a way. Because one thing about me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a job. Now, what job I had, I don't know because I just, I'd be going through jobs. Like, I always had at least one or two jobs for real. Yeah. Um, but what I wish I knew was like, it's okay to take off. Like, you don't have to say yes to the come in. And if you were here during my Dunkin' Donut days, like, you really know. Like, especially if like YouTube, like, I was recording my Dunkin' Donut like day in the life, like, which is a crazy <laughs> thing. Is crazy. That's crazy. Um, but, like, you don't have to take those 4 a.m. shifts just because you can during the summer. Like, it's okay to relax. It's your summer. Yeah. I didn't have a single summer where I wasn't either taking classes or, no, I was I was taking classes because I kept on failing calculus or um, working at Dunkin' Donuts or the, or the Dollar Movie Theater. And, like, you can say no. Like, your working is cool. Like, you're paying your car payment. You're paying your insurance. But on your off days, like, just relax. Don't edit your YouTube videos. Go hang out with your friends. And honestly, like those friends aren't here anymore. But in the moment, like those were my role dogs. And I wish we would have hung out more. But at the same time, I needed money. So I I, I didn't really have that freedom. That to, luxury. Yeah, because my friends had their parents pay for paying for everything. But I was like, oh, no, girl, I got work. Then I got a schedule. So it was really just like, Faith, you can relax. Relax a bit more and don't take on 4 a.m. shifts. What yeah. about you, moms? Mine was also like, I don't know why I was in such a rush. Such a rush mm. to just be like, I need to start my career now. Yeah. I felt so, I think it was honestly just because like in high school, they just tell you, you need to go into your early career and be ready for this, this, that, and the third. And college ain't going to tolerate that. And all this mm. stuff that was just like so heavy so heavily ingrained in me that I was like, nah, I need to start working now. Like I should have been working yesterday. Mm. Why did I literally graduate high school? And like the following Monday I started an internship. Crazy. Didn't even give myself a chance to breathe. I think that's why <laughs> I got so burnt out in college. Cause I did not take a break for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just working and working and working, balancing school and work up until the pandemic. And the pandemic was honestly like a blessing in disguise because it forced me to like sit down somewhere. But up until that, like I was working 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. shifts. Mm. Mm. Did not need to be doing that. Didn't. At 18? Relax. Relax. And honestly, looking back, I was low-key scamming myself because the work I was doing, I should have been getting paid way more for it, for Mm -hmm. one. And I'm doing jobs of people that are like at a higher level than me. Yeah. So I'm like, you you really didn't gain. I mean, you have the experience, but it's like it was you could have just chilled during that time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to rush and everything. And even though you may legally be an adult, realistically, you're still a kid. Huh. Don't force yourself to grow up so quick because mm-hmm. now you're 22. You're a real adult and yeah. you would kill to be 18, 19 again. Kill. I'm talking about I'm about cold blood. Ching, ching. <laughs> like it's OK to slow down. You don't got to be in a rush for everything. Like, slow down. Smell the flowers. Please. Touch the grass. Touch the grass. Get outside. 18-year-old me didn't even want to look at the flowers. Oh, no. It was was very strict in here. And I don't know why. Like, what made us like that? Type A? Being anal. Y'all about to say that. Type A. Being very type A. There's probably somebody type B out here like, hey, girl, I didn't do that. (laughs) So did it. So did it. I was having fun. We we didn't. And I feel like now Now we're we're making up up for it. 
But honestly, I don't. I'm not mad at it because I'd rather us have the fun now. Yeah. Where we're like more responsible mm-hmm. to do it in a safe way. Yeah. Because I think had I gone more like, like had I gone truly hog wild at 18, mm-hmm. I think I could have went down the wrong path. Oh, no, 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 for sure. It's so, it's so easy to make a bad decision that, like, changes your life. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I'm, like, I feel like I had that FOMO, but it was like, I, I got to get this done and this done. It was very, like, checkbox. Yeah. But it also did help me set up for where I am now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like we're saying, dear 18, like, this is what we did girl relax but at the same time also us, girl thank you the girl thank you because now we're set up in a way that we're good and we have the money we have the thought process we have the context clues we have the common sense to be like okay all right so where do we like what do we, we can have do? fun in a in a in a more responsible way mm-hmm. and not feel like if we mess up or do one mistake or do one bad thing, yeah, we're now ruining our whole lives and whole careers. Because now our careers are started. We yeah. know what we need to do. Yeah, the expectation is set. Yeah, we know we need what we need to do to get those raises. Yeah. So, yeah. so it makes sense, but but I definitely could have had more fun. I could have relaxed. Just even chilled out. Two point five percent. I feel like wouldn't have wouldn't have hurt. And I think this makes a lot of sense for what we're about to talk about when it comes to education-wise. Because I yeah. think this is where it really hit home. Like, yeah. what do you wish you do education-wise at 18? Mm. Okay, so for me, the, my reality was senior year, Faith chose a major in, in, in high school. She chose a major that she really didn't have much knowledge on, and she was just getting into it for the money. And everybody always says, like, don't get into things for the money. Obviously, money makes the world go round. But Wow. Um, I was struggling like there was no tomorrow. I was crying in the bathroom when I got my first D on my first exam, which is crazy because it's like everybody in the class talking about some, oh, you don't know that? No, I came to college to learn. <laughs> that <laughs> If I knew it, I wouldn't be in here. I don't know if statement because I didn't learn it because I'm paying to learn. Mm. Everybody talking about some, I don't think that's right. The teacher has a PhD. Let the teacher be you, the teacher. Don't, you you sitting on a high school diploma. Bro, ooh, and the people that like they'll come like 27 years old in a freshman class. <sighs> Shut up. We know you've been in industry. Okay, but you you getting your degree now. Okay, so be quiet. But I base basically with my degree, I kind of raw dogged right into college with my degree. Um and- insane thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Because the way I was crying, there was no way I couldn't have raw dogged my way into that degree. Yeah. And I chose a major that I ended up hating. And I check in the season one, episode 10. We talk about switching majors um, because I did end up switching my majors during my major during COVID. Um, But yeah, I was a computer science major, switched over to computer information systems. And if you're not like a tech girly, you think that's the same thing. It's not. One's in engineering, more math. Another one's in business school, less math and more data-driven. Um, what I wish I knew, girl, just change your major, okay? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, everybody around me were engineers. All my friends were engineers. And engineers have a very holier-than-thou, any any degree that's not an engineering degree is stupid. That's kind of the vibe. Um, and we it's very projecting because everybody in college in general, especially in engineering, has, a, has an imposter syndrome, period has very hard imposter syndrome. Um, So my friends, I kind of hinted that like I was having a really tough time in college and I want to switch my major to the business major and they just laughed right Mm. in my face. And I was like, insane. Oh, 
um, okay. Because it was just kind of like a known, like a norm, like, you know, you stick it through. Like, we're engineers. Mm-hmm. But uh, that engineering was making me fail calculus over and over and over. Like, every single class was a weed out class. Like, ugh. So, I would say, if your friends are doing that, are they really your friends? I was ignoring red flags, like, ting, ting, ting. Like, oh. Like, like it was since what? S- swear. Literally swear. And at the end of the day, it's your loans you're taking out of your name. Mm. Your name. So I would just say do more research on majors, especially if you know what college you want to go to, and be wise. Realistically, just about everybody I know, with the exception of Denasia, has switched their major. Yeah. Or and added do, something. And do something you actually like. Let's start there. Yeah. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of hard with that toss-up where it's like, I want a major that's not going to make me cry every day, but also it's going to give me a good job. But some, but realistically, everybody, a lot of people, seventy around 70% of people don't use their degree like that's they're supposed to in the in the job that they have, because yeah. I sure don't. Yeah. So that's what I wish I would knew. Just find a good college advisor, which is hard. Um, and just try to find a mentor. Please, mm. early on. I found one um, during COVID, but if you could early, earlier, that, that would be better. Earlier, the better for real. What about no. you, moms? Girl, 18-year-old Denasia was, like, okay, I kind of mentioned this before, but she was really bitter and just angry at the world. And it was really because during senior year, um, I had two goals. I was very much, I'm a very tunnel vision type of person. When I set my goal to something, yeah, my mind is something, I am going to accomplish it. I will go to the ends of the earth to get it done. Mm-hmm. So in my head, in senior year, I had been told that I was in the running for valedictorian. And that was like a check in my, something formed in my brain that said, if you don't become valedictorian, your life is over. That sounds right. Yeah. Just, 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 just dramatic. <laughs> just so, just not needed. Not, a, just extra. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I had two goals. I was like, you're going to be valedictorian. You're going to get to Georgetown. Woke up day in and day out with that goal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was like, it was giving like villain origin story. For oh, real. absolutely. Because why was I that focused on it? It didn't, it did not matter. <laughs> um, it does not matter to this day. Like, like I can't put valedictorian on my resume. It does not <laughs> yeah. matter. It's not going to LinkedIn. Not it's it's not. So I was like, okay. Um, ended up accomplishing that. Didn't even go to Georgetown. Sick. Ended up going to state school because it was it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I I was like, well, I can't even take out loans in my name because I'm 17. Oh. So yeah. So the timing was was horrible because I I was a year younger. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is 18. I'm only 17. I can't take out loans in my name. I don't want to have this on my parents of them paying 80K in tuition Ugh. without including room and board. Mm. It would have been like 100K, more, way more than that, um, to go to that school. Um, at the time, the school I had gone to was gonna was promising me a valedictorian scholarship. Oh, okay. Which is why I was like, I'm just going to have to go to the state school because yeah. it'll be paid. I'll go, to, I'll go to school for free. I'll, get, I'll be getting paid to go to school. Mm-hmm. Got to my state school. And they said, girl, you didn't accept your acceptance quick enough. So we're not giving you the scholarship. What? Yes. And that's how I ended up at the school I was at. Pissed off. Whoa. Like my, me and my mom in there about to cuss financial aid oh, out. Oh, for sure. Because I said, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? 
So that's why just setting the scene education wise, why the eighteen year old Danger was pissed off because yeah. she tunnel visioned, did everything right education wise, got 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 what she wanted, mm-hmm. and then still didn't get what she wanted technically mm. in the end. Yeah. So education wise, I think I was just very bitter that first year of college, mm-hmm. um, and I had like I can't wait to get up out of here type of mentality. And I think I would just tell myself just to save like myself some some sleep at night. Like things aren't going to work out. That doesn't mean it's the end of the world. That's first lesson. That's wow. That's yeah. the first, which is so much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. You can do everything right and it'll still not work out. Mm-hmm. And you have to be okay with that. Sometimes hard. it's just maybe it was not meant for you to be there. Yeah. Which is hard to accept. And after that, I think I was so just like down about the whole situation that I would just let any type of advice given to me be what I went with. I'm like, you know what? I don't really know what I'm talking about for real because I did all this and I didn't even get what I wanted. Mm. So let me just take advice from whoever's telling it to me. So I would let people speak fear into my plans. I would let people be like, you should do this instead. And just just take with what they say because I'm like, well, I don't trust my own judgment at the moment. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen to whatever anyone else says. Mm -hmm. I would say, if I could tell my 18-year-old self something, I would say, don't take criticism from people you would not take advice from. Say it again, moms. Do not. This might be affirmation of the week, baby. Got to. Do not take criticism from someone you would not take advice from. Don't let people who don't even have a say, Mm. don't even got a seat at the table, for real. For real. Speak fear into your plans. Tell you what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Criticize what you're doing. Like, Mm -hmm. if you wouldn't even ask them for advice or even look at them. If you had a situation and they're not even on the top three list, you don't even on the list. Yeah. Gucci Mane on the list. And like, like, you know, yeah. Gucci Mane on the list. <laughs> Eminem on the list. Like, yeah, that's what it was giving. So don't, don't let other people limit yourself. Don't let people limit your path. Your yeah. path is your path. The mm. timing is, is right. Just because other people are doing stuff at a certain time does not mean you need to be on that same level. Your time will come. And that's just really education wise. That's really what I needed to learn. And it took it took like until I'd say like junior year for me to really get that. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I was like, let me just make the best out of my situation. Like, yeah, I'm already here. I'm already paying money to be here. I'm getting this degree. Like, I might as well just come to terms with what I have and make it work mm-hmm. rather than sitting here sulking. It's hard. It's hard because it's so easy to feel sorry for yourself. It mm-hmm. really is. But you got to get over it. Um, which is so harsh because 18-year-old me would cry if she heard that. Oh. But, honestly, 18-year-old Faye was very sensitive, still is. Um, but wow, the tears that I let out in college. Faith. Ain't got no tears left to cry. Bro, but they just kept on flowing. Like, girl, yeah. girl, just change your major. Why Why are you crying Making in the bathroom? Making it hard. <laughs> Recording yourself in the bathroom crying. What's going on? moms yeah and, and i didn't made a whole compilation on youtube of just me crying granted Insane. it's funny now but <laughs> wow my bro so if if you've been here for a while um kelly our friend our longtime friend she's like faith it's not a youtube video if you don't end up crying somewhere in the video oh <laughs> that being a prereq is nuts crazy and i looked back i watched a few of my i said dang She's right. I do be crying. And I do, and I, I'm, <laughs> one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to cry. And I'm going to make sure I record myself. Because I want to see. Why was it crying? Anyways, but let's get on to our love life. Which, I mean, took has some crying too. <laughs> um, 
so okay so here's my reality high school just the entirety of it was not and even college was not facetime to shine um <laughs> she tried some tactics here and there i mean i feel like in the failed talking stage i talked about me um there's this guy who really likes shoes and I was like, oh, period, let me research some shoes. I researched the shoes he had on, made sure I got the class look in a nice little outfit. And I'm like, hey, I'm looking to see if I want some or some something. Oh, something, no. Jordan. Something, Jordan. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, like, you know, like, sure. Then I ended up getting this number. We started talking about shoes. He was, he was literate. He didn't, he didn't you know. You can't say that. Moms, he was. <laughs> he didn't know how to text. Why are you, t- bro? One of my biggest pet peeves. Why are you turning off autocrack? Mm, it's trying to help you. It's trying to, but at least pretend like you got some sense. You're in AP Lang. Actually, no, <laughs> he wasn't. Sorry, he was in the class before AP Lang. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I got it. I, I, not that I got rejected by him, but kinda. And then another one, Faith. You, you're not getting prom post. Oh, that's a hard one to come to. Hard one with. to swallow. Because you know prom. You, you know the videos on Twitter. Bro. They'd have them with the roses. It was giving, I've seen prom proposals better than some marriage proposals. Oh, absolutely. I'm all out. I want, I want, I want dancing. I want singing. I want choreography. A, a, a poster that you made with markers last night. Like, I want the all whole nine. No, kids in my school was printing that out. I'm like, you went to Office Depot? What? At our ages and got this printed? Like, no, you better start. You, des- you designed that on Canva? No, put that, put that <laughs> Crayola to work. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was, okay, so what I wish I knew, um, it's okay not to date. And I feel mm, like that's a really that's a hard, hard one. to swallow. Even to this day. Yeah. That part. To this day. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming. But your time will come eventually. Okay. Because I feel like all that struggling and wishing that I could hold hands and put my little, my hands in my man's pocket, Mm. you know, and like kiss before class, like all of that. Like I was, I was so jealous. I was like, I just, I just want a man. I just want, at that point, it wasn't a man. I just want a boyfriend. Like I just want somebody to like me. I want somebody to, I I want, I I want a candy gram. Candy gram? (laughs) Hello. Especially, oh my God. I was choked just thinking about that. <laughs> Especially when you would see girls in there getting three or four. Sick. Sick. Ugh. I'd be like, I have got to be sick. <laughs> I know she sent them to herself. Because how she got three or four? Oh, I'm and they all anonymous. Bro. Bro, you know who they from. You know who they from. Uh, who, who could this be? Girl, shut up. Because <laughs> I, I used had to a be single pissed. one. And you know the student age used to be so dramatic coming in. It's you know what time it is. It's that time of year, ladies and gentlemen. Get out of here. Teachers egging it on. Oh, who got one? Not me. Not me. <laughs> okay. And I always thought about sending myself one, but I said no faith. Like you cannot stoop that low. No. Is the person making them? <laughs> the matters. person making them is gonna be like to Faith Craig from Faith Craig. Like Craig. what? From anonymous in the same handwriting. <laughs> now come on now. Okay, but. I will also say, you didn't have to ask the only other black boy in your AP Lane class the Sadie Hawkins dance. And if you don't know what Sadie Hawkins dance is, that means the girls asked the boys. You didn't have to. You could have just went. A lot of people just went. I had to go the extra mile and ask this man, bro, it took me a whole week to ask him because we would get out of class and he would like 
walk really fast, like out of there. And like <laughs> my anxiety was anxiety. Okay. So I think on that Friday I asked him and he was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, okay, my dad, bro, we, my parents wanted to meet his parents. First of all, we're not dating. <laughs> we're not, this is Sadie's. It's Sadie's. It's not even prom. It's Sadie's. Not even homecoming. Oh, bro, come on. There's no, there's, there's no sport aligned with this. Okay. So my dad going to come on his motorcycle in a unicorn shirt, which is insane. BFFR. Okay. Talking about some, yeah, I want to embarrass you. Oh, well, on purpose? Oh, come on now. My mom, my mom coming. We all talking. Like my, my parents aren't together. I've never been together. I was a war baby. Okay. And. <laughs> <laughs> war? <laughs> Oh, screaming. Um, and that's my favorite Roddy Rich song. Anyways, um, what is it? And then his parents are like married in like a house and all this stuff. And I'm like, we are we are from different sides of the track. Like, I am a war baby compared to him. And so we all met. We went almost Buffalo Wild Wings with some of his friends. I knew some of his friends too. And this is where it gets crazy because I can listen to Goosebumps by Travis Scott without getting goosebumps promise you okay because why were we like everybody we're like in a grind circle because you know any coming it's it's a grind we're having grind circle that is what it is oh you mean hope i was like <laughs> what sorry it is so coming <laughs> like, where is this heading any dance any dance there's gonna be grind circles okay there's gonna be somebody throwing it back da, da, da. obviously i was a stick i was about 90 pounds at the time and um goose pumps come on so he's a big Travis Scott head. Like we was listening to Travis Scott on the way there and the way back. <laughs> Why we were all dancing? Why did he just disregard me? Threw me to the side. Start start jumping like it's a mosh pit. Um, I'm your date at Sadie's. At, at Sadie's. Sadie's. Come on now. So now I'm feeling neglected and disregarded. So every time I do not play, if you want to get me mad, play Goosebumps. Mm. And that's how I know you're up. Mm. so um but what about you mamas what was the reality and what was what did you wish you would you would have known oh my god literally the same exact thing like (laughs) same not goosebumps but the same lesson like i I don't know like i always felt like at 18 i was pissed because i was like bro i didn't even have no high school sweetheart for real yeah show didn't didn't have no high school sweetheart and i'm like that's supposed to be like standard you know Mm -hmm. so then i was like okay now i really gotta have a college one yeah. Because ain't no way I'm leaving. I'm leaving here with something. something. Okay. I'm leaving here with something. And I was just, I don't know why I was so caught up. I think I'm just a TV movie person. Mm. I was so caught up in what was going on in TVs and movies. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not following the script right now. This is upsetting. <laughs> this is upsetting. <sighs> so I found myself making like excuses for guys who did not care about me. Oh my goodness. Trying to make them fit in a box. They don't even want to be in. Don't, don't even want to. They, they never wanted to be in it. Jack in the box. Never. Jack in the crack. <laughs> I did not, like, it was not. And to give a little bit of context, one guy that I did like, and I think especially going to a PWI, like, mm, you, you the, the one black guy in your, in your class started being the finest man on the planet. Bro! Bro, supply and demand. Supply and demand. If he's the only black guy in the cast, I'm like, you know, he really he, not that bad. Like, you know, he actually... Put that stuff on. You put it on every put day. On. This is good. You got them Nike Tech. Start, start. Okay. Ugh. Starting imagining like, dang, we could probably have some cute kids together. No, and the whole time mid. mid. 
but less minutes of men, okay? And I was for sure doing that because mm-hmm. the one black guy in my class had a huge crush on him. And looking back, I'm like, what was I thinking? Where? And the worst part is that he didn't even, he, like, I liked him all throughout high school. Mm-hmm. Why the second we graduate, he's going to try to start talking to me? Why start now? Why start now? I said, you had four years, bro. Come on now. And now he now he'd be up my DMs. <gasps> Imagine. Imagine. I'm like the table. One thing about them tables. They on turn. They gonna turn. Every okay. Okay. So I'm like, that's insane. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, at the time I was like, oh my God, like I just really want a boyfriend. I really want that experience. Like mm-hmm. I just want all of that. Yeah. And I would tell myself, looking back, girl, chill out. Relax. It's, it's gonna it's gonna, come. it's gonna come and don't force anything. Cause mm. I think that was the main thing. I felt like I could control it. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna force one of these little yeah. one of them, one of, bro, one thought, of them to be my boyfriend. I started being this man's mom. I would I would wake him up every day. This was in college. I would wake him up every day. I would meanwhile sh- shouldn't shouldn't that oh just stupid. It just just just, just stupid. I would, I would I would use my M and G point, which is like the like the amount of stuff amount of points I get to like use at the cafe or whatever. I would use my M and G points to buy him breakfast. Oh, that's insane! Come on now, you using your swipes? To you feed my him. swipes? I'm, I'm Where helping. Swipes I'm at? helping him with homework. Oh, that's he done crazy. used them all for uh bangs. <laughs> Bang energy. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. No, I I think that's really what it comes down to is that like I think when you don't experience something, you want it even more. Mm-hmm. And not having a high school sweetheart was like really doing it for me. And looking back. Them high school sweethearts, it's like one in a million. Swear. Or the ones that I do know that are together, they don't even like each other no more, for real. Or they're like, they're like, we've been together six years. Like, oh, you've got- been dating since you were 14. They done got somebody pregnant. Yeah, no, yeah. for real. But it's like, it's, it's, sometimes it's not all roses. And I, I say that with a caveat. There's obviously a lot of like, really grand really amazing high school sweethearts Mm -hmm. that end up married for years and successful marriages and kids or whatever but i think a lot of them do end up feeling trapped after a certain amount of years because you've only been with that person you've been with one man since you were 14 yeah you've changed you've changed so much your frontal lobe ain't developed girl bro and and neither is his girl and the thing is whoever your relationship with you Mm -hmm. know especially yeah yeah to the nature's point like if you on that girl's close friends and he not on there and she just, he, she just talking trash about him. Yeah. Then you see wedding pictures. Cr- that literally just happened to me. <laughs> literally like, just happened to me. Yeah. Like, like she, it, it, it really is not all roses. It's not. It's not. Even in the grandest of relationships, it's, it's always going to be something. So the grass is really greener. I'll tell you that. Listen, and looking back, I'm really glad that I didn't rush into anything or mm-hmm. cling to someone just because I felt like I needed to be. Now I'm happy I didn't do that because I learned how to be alone. Yeah. Me, I like I, I'm comfortable in my own space, like Solitude. Beyonce, cozy with who I am. That part. Comfortable in my skin. Yeah. <laughs> Renaissance. Like mm-hmm. that's, I really have learned how to appreciate my own energy and I know what I want now. Yeah, I know what I don't want. Like the list is listed, bro. The list, bro. We were just we were talking just about, talking about, about this. We about how 
maybe maybe we're crazy, but we feel like every girl got a, got a list. You it, got a list of your deal breakers and your non negotiables. Mm-hmm. We personally keep them in our notes app. Yeah, but maybe that's just a type A thing. Then, I don't yeah, know. yeah, because I because I was telling Lola this, he was like, bro, when you because I brought it up to him, and honestly, there was a few things that I I negotiated with Lola, but he was like, bro, when you brought that up. Because we really bring, we talk about everything. He said, when you brought that up, I just want to tell you to shut up. I said, what? He goes, I was like, all the girls, he said, just because you and four other girls that you know do it, that doesn't mean all the girls do it. And I'm like, bro, no, girls have, at least subconsciously, have yeah. like a, uh, you got a list. They, I mean, but they might be, you might try to gas your, gaslight yourself like, oh, I don't need that. But you got that list. Yeah, like if he does something that you're like, nah, it means that's a deal breaker on your list. Even if you don't write it down, everyone got a list. Yeah, Some, somewhere deep down inside. If you don't got a list, get a list. Get a list. Put it. Write it down. Write it down. Because guess what? You're gonna hop into a relationship with somebody that you don't truly like, mm. and then it's gonna be ten years or how many other down years down the line. You go like, I'm so mad he do that. Well, guess what, girl? It was on your list. Mm. Sick. Don't nego- Don't ne- don't negotiate your non negotiables. Mm. Yeah, huge. Because eighteen year old me would have was for show negotiating. Oh, making deals and left and right, making deals that didn't even benefit me. Show didn't. I was taking care of this man, and he was sick. He would have never done that for me. No, sick. No, just ugly. That was ugly behavior for real. Wow. Um, but mental health. Yes, mental health wise, (laughs) love life was a lot. As y'all have seen. Yeah. Um, but mental health wise, what was your reality? What did you wish you knew? So my reality, um, I ran on Red Bulls and Matcha but with my M&G points. I spent countless hours studying for classes. I had no business taking. Um, the amount of hours I put in just coding and learning the ins and outs of code and calculus. I'm just not a math girly and that's okay. But I tried... To negotiate my way mm. into figuring it out. Because yeah. um, I was just like, no, like I'm a failure if I fail these classes. And that's okay. You... Girl, just I was working 150 times as hard to get 70% of the grade, if that. And what I wish I knew was it's okay to fail, but not that many times. If you're failing that many times, girl. It's a sign. It's a sign. Switch it up. Rejection is redirection. <sighs> Say it again, moms. Rejection. Is redirection. That's what I'm talking about. Let the church say amen. Amen. Yep. I was just about to go, go, go. The PK in me is screaming, okay? Um, but yeah, you shouldn't be in a major that's making you cry in the public bathroom, like I said. Um, and why did he record yourself crying? I guess we'll never know. It's on the, the internet. Um, cyber, <laughs> cyberspace, really. Um, but it was extremely funny now. But like, girl... It was giving raw, very raw and uncut, but like you should take the taking that take take the signs, okay? They're your body, your life, your everything's gonna give you signs. You just you need to pay attention to them. And I mean, I was close. I was given it was given very much Helen Keller. I not Helen. Helen, I was close. My eyes, my ears closed. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, if y'all know, we've discussed this before. I think on the podcast, and I don't think Helen Keller was real. What? No, we didn't say this on the podcast. Are you? Are you sure? Maybe this was a private conversation. Maybe. No, I, I don't. I don't trust Helen. <laughs> I, I remember somebody saying that she was racist. Now, how can you be racist? You can't. <laughs> you can't even see who you're talking to. I just never. But I just don't think she existed. I think it's a myth. I think. I think she might have been a person, but I don't think she was blind and deaf. She wrote a book. 
Bro, this gotta be. Wrote a book? I'm putting a poll on Instagram. Do you think Helen Keller is real? I don't think. Like, I don't trust her. Something's not lining up. Her and Stevie Wonder. I don't think. Whoa, you don't think Stevie Wonder was real? No, he's real. But I think that man is not blind. Yeah, because he got like seven kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, he can see. Dang, Stevie Wonder can... Then why was, he, <laughs> why was he waving his head like that? It's an act! Moms, he's... Him and Helen Keller both put on Academy-winning performances. Were they in cahoots? Different time periods! <laughs> what do you mean, were they in cahoots? Stop with that! Cahoots? Ain't Stevie still alive? Or am I sure? So is. He's still alive? Yeah. Okay, I'm not trying to wish death on that No. Man, but I'm just saying, like... Different time periods for sure. Different time periods. Bro. But I'm... Helen Keller writing a book is insane. Maybe she had the... She wrote a book? <laughs> about what? <laughs> Did anybody read this said book? <laughs> Child, that's a whole other thing. We can have a conspiracy episode, Helen maybe. Keller's... No, I stand by, I stand by that. I don't like her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you and Helen Keller got beef. <laughs> no, okay. If y'all know, if y'all remember from the failed donkey stages part two, uh, Sam, Sam, that was on this episode. She does not like John Legend. She doesn't. She hates John Legend. <laughs> we both have a celebrity. You ever just have a celebrity you just hate? For me, it's Joey King and Helen Keller. I like Joey King, the girl from the Kissing Booth. Oh, I feel like that. Okay. Yeah. She just irritates me. She (laughs) irritates me. Every time I see her in a movie, I'm like, here she go. (laughs) Like, she didn't do do nothing. It's just one of them celebrities. Every time I see her, I get irritated. I'm trying to think. Maybe like TikTokers that I've blocked. But other than that, but I don't see them. No. Ask Sam about John Legend. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to get pissed off. Together we get more off track because we'll be over here. How do we kid. get to Helen Kelly? How do we get to Helen? I cannot wait to hear listen back to see how we got to Helen. Because that's behind me. Insane. But mentally, at yes. 18. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> at 18, Denasia was depressed and lost. I can't even sugarcoat it. Mm. She was going through it. And I feel like, especially the high school, I feel like I had it all together. So to not have it together for the first time, I was like, how do I operate this? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm starting from ground zero and I have no purpose. No, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and I was I was living at home, but I just still felt, I felt distant from my family. Like it was just a really, really bad time all around. Yeah. And I think I wish I would have been able to tell myself at 18, like, First of all, I would have just gave her a hug. I think that would have did more than me telling her anything. Yeah. Just give her a hug. Just give her a hug. Give her a hug. Whoever had my voodoo doll was just throwing her across the room. Ting, ting. <laughs> you don't have to always have it all together. You are young. Use that time to figure it out. Yeah. Growth comes with growing pains. You're not going to... If any time that you've been uncomfortable or you've gone through it, if anything, at least you learned how to go through bad times a little bit better. A little bit better. Yeah, I feel like with each time you're never prepared for like a really rough patch in your life, mm-hmm. but at least you can look back and be like, "Hey, at least I got through that." Mm-hmm. At the very least. But I, I think I was just really focused on figuring it out, and I would just give myself a hug for real. 
and tell myself also that it's okay to talk to people about your problems. Mm. This podcast alone is probably the most I've ever talked about my life. Yeah. Which is crazy. But I really used to never talk to anybody about my issues. Like I just felt like I'm either one burdening them with my problems. They they don't, they don't want to know. They don't care. Mm. I'd be like, they don't care. Why am I telling them? They don't care. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, for what? Me talking about it is not going to solve my problems. I need to figure out a solution. I see. But then I had to realize, girl, talking helps. Mm -hmm. It really does. Talking about what you're going through truly does help because you're literally just getting it out. Mm -hmm. And that's the first step. Yeah. So I would definitely say stop burying your feelings, girl. I would tell 22-year-old Denasia that, too. She needed to hear that. (laughs) Stop burying all your feelings Seek out someone to talk to. Therapy is not taboo. It's okay. I think growing up, like, therapy was seen for people that, like, something is wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing is wrong. Just because you want to talk to someone doesn't mean nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. Um, Or something is wrong with you, I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah. Yeah. Mentally-wise, 18-year-old Danger was going through it. But she got through it. So that's why. So did. And did. did. Um, Along with that, I would say um, if you are – fellow corporate girly, definitely look into your health savings account um, and seeing if you can pay or if they even have like in-house therapists. Mm-hmm. I, I started back up with my therapist back from Arizona and I just make sure there's enough money in my health savings account to pay for her because she's expensive, but she's she does her job real well. Yeah. You know, and y'all know I don't like spending money. So that's like a really an investment for my mental health. Um, and Honestly, I low-key want to start couples therapy when we do end up getting engaged. Just so, like, if, even when things are good, I want to go to therapy, mm, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's just so that if things do end up, like, going awry or something happens, we could be like, okay, well, this is what happened when you guys were good. Like, it, like I, it's like you know how to handle situations better because you're used to talking about it. Absolutely. And, and working through it. Getting it out. No, absolutely. Um, but... Another sector of our lives, which was really rocking and socking us, honestly, our entire, all of our teen college years, um, was friendship wise. Mm. Denasia, what was your reality, and Ooh. what do you wish you knew? Girl, this one's a lot. So I think eighteen-year-old Denasia was kind of confused because she had friends from high school, and I think a big thing that no one tells you when you graduate high school about your friendships is that. Some of them are only your friends through convenience and through location Hmm. and proximity. Yeah. Your friends, because you guys have the same lunch period and you have English and math together in the same sequence and you go to PE together. Yeah. And that's kind of the reason why you're friends. And I think it takes graduating and not seeing each other every day to realize I don't really even have anything in common with this person. Mm. I don't even know what to talk about with him now that we're not just like in the cafeteria goofing off. Mm -hmm. Like- I think I left, now looking back, I, I left high school with one real friend that's Peyton. And that's my mm-hmm. dog since day one. Like, it's, yeah, like that's my bestie. But mm-hmm. like everyone else, I'm like, I don't think we were ever truly real, true, true, true. lifelong friends. Yeah. Um, it was giving friends for that time period. But, but like, if I saw, if I see them today, we going to chop it up and be cool. But that's it's right. like, you're not a lifelonger. Mm-hmm. Um, a lifelong friend, child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Life longer is insane. Um, yeah, so that was my reality. And I think also in high school, the way that my mind was set up was that I was just so afraid of being like not having any friends. Mm. 
I think it's like the if, if you ever moved around a lot for me like I moved schools a lot so mm-hmm. like the, the awkward period of like moving to a new school and being the new girl and like having no friends yeah. was low-key traumatic and from there I was like I need to find friends so I was always so scared of like not looking like I have no friends yeah it was the point like you know when you come to the lunch period and like you the first one there you got to save the table save the table yeah I'd be like, hurry up and get here. I'm sitting here alone. I look like a loner. Like, I was so afraid of looking like a loner. Now, like, I'd be chilling eating alone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was definitely my reality. So going into college, I was like, oh, I need to find friends immediately. Like, that's my mm. first priority above classes. I'm like, I need to find friends. I need to find my clique, my yeah. group. And I think it was upsetting me that the people I was meeting, I wasn't their go-to person. Mm. everyone had either their their friend group already established yeah. or I felt like I was an afterthought. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can come if you want, Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. that type of thing, you know? And I was like, oh, like I don't have a group or anything. I don't know where I like fit in. Um, and I would just tell myself it's okay to be alone and don't rush into making friends with people who don't really care about you. Kind of like the relationship stuff. Like, yeah, friendships and relationships really aren't that different. Mm-hmm. And honestly, you need to find friends that actually care about you mm. and that they're not like just because you party with them and y'all go to the same events after classes does not mean they're your friends. Yeah. Um, and convenience is you have to make sure your friends outside of just the fact that y'all are in the same class. Like you mm-hmm. have to really make sure these are people that like share the same values as you that actually will look out for you. And yeah, and learn how to handle confrontation better because you put up with a lot of stuff you shouldn't have been putting up with from the girls mm. and they shouldn't have been treating you like that should've, you shouldn't have allowed it shouldn't have should have speak up you stand up and speak up Ugh. stand up and speak up and confront issues early on yeah because you're gonna let them linger and it's gonna be a years down the line and you've been friends with these people and you getting pissed off about stuff you should have confronted a long time ago when you knew what was happening in the first place in the first place and you're now, now it's just one big resentful mess. Mm. So stop forcing friendships and start confronting issues early. Yeah. Is what I would say. Oh, um, yeah. No, that one's a heavy hitter. That one's really a heavy hitter. Hit her from the left, hit her from the right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For me, um, the reality of 18 year olds' faith, faith, well, the thing is, I wasn't a, um, an army kid, a military kid. But I did end up moving literally every single year of my life. So that made me into a big social butterfly. Like, mm. I don't ever remember the, a time of me. I, I would make a friend quickly. And I, I had a really, I, I had a real rough childhood of try, just trying to make everybody my best friend. Hey, not everybody your best friend. Mm. Mm. I'd be like, yeah, I got seven best friends. <laughs> 17 at that point. Like faith, like come on now, but like they would never call you their best friend. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but I did a really good job of being a social butterfly, um, and I made friends with quite literally everyone. And what I wish I knew is, at eighteen, honestly, through college, um, up around up until around COVID, uh, I think ignorance is bliss. Um, out of all the other categories, I would I would love to go. And tell Faith, 18-year-old Faith, this is what you should do, da 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 Or, like, this is what I wish you knew. But ignorance is bliss um, when it comes to my friendships in college overall. Um, I'm okay with not telling my 18-year-old self that we're not friends with them anymore. We're not friends with the girls that I met their parents and their grandparents. And we had Thanksgiving together. And we got Christmas presents. Like, 
I'm okay with not telling her that because mm. that in that season, it was really good. There were some things that I should have spoke up about, but overall, like 85%, it was good. And it was good until it wasn't. Yeah. You know? And we made countless memories together. Countless um, disposable camera memories together, which I can't even, I got to throw away, which is crazy. Because that uh, developing disposable camera pictures is expensive. <laughs> like, uh, like I, I was going through them like, dang, I can't even, my 21st per- birthday pictures, I can't even use majority of these. Because yeah. all these girls. Um, but it definitely it does make me emotional thinking about it. Because it's like, when it was good, it was so good. And like, mm. I wish I could go back and just relive that. But realistically, like, you can't say we like go on a vacation with the girls that you think are your girls. And you'll realize some people aren't, everybody wasn't raised like you. And you kind of have to decide, mm, you know, you know, yeah. like the fact that like, the thing is me going, us going to Miami, I, I knew we were going to be fine. And we, 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 we had a time in Miami. Okay. Yeah, we Those, had a fun time. We had a great and fun time. And I feel like it's just because we were established. We were mm-hmm. good. I mean, granted everybody did. I mean, I knew everybody, I had met everybody once and then it just kind of was jumbled. Listen to the episode, but um, yeah, girl, go on vacation. If I could tell all the girlies on here, go on vacation with your girls. Yeah. And you'll see if they really are. And But the thing is, have the money talk before. Please. I'm begging you to have the money talk before. Um, and you'll kind of see where the jealousy pops out. And it's just a lot. Um, but yeah, there were countless things I let slide. But for the sake of the group, I brushed it underneath the table. And girl, just speak up. Speak up on for, on first time. Yeah. Okay? That's, yeah. What I, that's what I'd say to 18-year-old Faith regarding friendships. But... Let's get into some questions. Yeah. So, and really quick, affirmation of the week. I know we did review. A yes. Couple, we had a, we had some gems in this. We one. had some I'm gems. We did. Um, main affirmation: Do not take advice or criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. Yeah. That's the main one. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of issues that could have been solved. And life is not perfect. Don't expect it to be. Don't. Because I think especially if you're a type A person, mm-hmm. it can be very easy to get caught up in that trap. And it's you're kind of setting yourself up for, like, defeat in a way. Yeah. Like, you're not – nothing's going to ever be perfect. Yeah. So don't make that standard so high. Yeah. At the moment right now, what I'm doing to not be so anal um, is just when things don't go <clears throat> my way, I say, this is 22. This is 22. Uh, this is what 22 looks like. This is what 22 looks like. Progress over perfection. Okay. Okay. And yeah. it will really, it's like I'm gaslighting myself into saying that things are okay when it may not be type A wise, but to like a normal person, it's like, girl, it's fine. That just happened. Just keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. No, literally. but I have to gaslight myself. That's the only way yeah, it works. There's one thing New York has taught me is keep it pushing. <laughs> okay. Um, but let's get into these questions. Uh, yes. Mom, you want to, you know, I can read this. Because last time, this one's this one's long. This one's long. Okay, uh, send in your questions to the anonymous link in our link tree in our um, bio on Instagram. And honestly, questions, concerns, dilemmas. You'll, this is honestly probably our most intense dilemma. So I'm ex- excited to read it. Okay, I've been in an on and off situationship for about three years now, and I'm really wondering if I should continue on with the relationship after I graduate from college. 
Long story short, I've expressed the type of relationship that I want to him, and there have been slow changes being made over time. But I still haven't been seeing the changes slash progress made in the way that I want, and I feel like it's made me hesitant to go deeper in the relationship. A good example is that when we were first talking, I expressed how I wanted to show PDA, holding hands, hugging, etc. And he said that made him uncomfortable. Mm. Now in the relationship, now in the relationship, he will try to hold my hand or grab me in public, but I feel my body hesitating or even slightly resisting to hold back right away. Our chemistry is great and we've had a pretty strong sense of communication throughout. But at this point, I've been getting tired of constantly talking about the things I want and waiting for him to pick up on them. Is this a relationship I should consider still working on or should I leave him in my undergraduate life and move on after I walk the stage? Mm. <clears throat> First of all, girl, thank you for even submitting this to us Facts. and asking our, our our judgment on this. I, we got some stuff to say. We do. We do. You want to start? You want to kick us off? I, I I I can I can kick the ball. Yeah. So first of all, it's a situationship, and you're about to and you're about to graduate, moms, moms. I just know you got bigger and better things planned for a man that your body is literally telling you we do not like this man. Mm. You you asked you you tried to be a physical touch girly, and then when he actually finally caved in, however many months later, you were like your body was like ew. You got the ick, moms. You got the ick. I hate to say it. I hate to diagnose you, baby, but you got the ick. Got it. And honestly, as someone who has dealt with a situationship for a number of years, Mm. um, a man who knows what he wants will tell you. Yeah. If that man wants you to be his girlfriend, Mm -hmm. his, his, his girl, it will not take three years. Won't. It won't. And and you you are better than waiting three years for someone to make up their mind. Figure it out. He needs to figure it out, or y'all, or you need to move on after under after you graduate. And I think the fact that you even have to submit this mm-hmm. into us says that you deserve better things. You deserve a man that's going to value and treat you and listen to you the first time. Yeah, and that you won't have to repeat yourself. And that when you express something, it's implemented immediately. Immediately. Or not, I mean, I mean, not immediately. Like, this isn't a job. But no, it's but like, facts. but like making progress to what you want. Like, even especially holding hands. Like, mm-hmm. holding hands is, you gotta wait. is default. You know, yeah. like, like he should want to do that initially. Yeah. And not saying he doesn't, like, you guys probably care about each other. You probably love this man. I'm, sure. I'm assuming. Love him down. Um, but like, and he probably cares and loves about, you, like, loves you as well. But I'm just saying, like, the basic stuff should be should be upfront met, and if he's not meeting it now, I don't know if he's gonna meet it later. I will say a relationship should add to your life; it shouldn't make it harder. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're doing all this thinking and analyzing, like, girl, uh, I mean, okay, we you know how we feel about ups and downs, okay? That means the man that that means somebody cheated. But I always we always interpret if you're new here, we always interpret if someone says ups and downs, I'm like, who cheated? Who somebody cheated? If I say ups and downs on Instagram post on anniversary, somebody cheated. But um your relationships are, are there's always gonna be some hills and valleys. Okay. <laughs> hills and valleys. But it should 90, 98% of the time be just smooth sailing and making your life better. He should he should be be like, oh, like what what do you have planned for after graduation? Like he should be interested in you and making sure your life is added to. 
Mm. Not mm. what's the subtracted from? There we go. Yeah, deduction. The deduction. Not Should. deducting from your life. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, girl. If I mean, if you've been here for a while, you know I talk about about Lola every single. I'm surprised I I never I haven't brought up Lola this entire freaking episode. That that is a that's right. That's right. <laughs> but I let my man down. Listen to any other episode and you'll see. Yeah. But yeah. But that's also like like she can speak on that because you have gone through situations where you've learned what you need. Mm. You've learned what you want. And now yeah. you have a man that is doing all those things and checking that box. And I'm not gonna hold you. Sometimes you gotta kiss a couple frogs to get to the prince. And I done did it. Done kissed a couple frogs. Okay. And honestly, what, what, what one man won't, another will. And and probably better. And uh, and did. And did. And does. And does. Okay. My thing is now more practical, guys. Cause I mean it's we saying all this, but like, girl, like you might go back to when I don't blame you. Okay. You so, might spin the block. You might spin a block because we sometimes you gotta spin it. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that what you can do is just leave them after graduation. Yeah. Put it put it to the side, take some time to yourself, maybe dibble and dabble in some other you know, people around yeah. the block. Mm-hmm. And if you are like, no, I want him. I miss him. Then you can come back and be like, hey, listen, um, I think we should make this work. We should try it again mm-hmm. and then go from there. And hopefully another girl has souped him up. <laughs> yeah. And but as uncommitted as he is, I don't think. Yeah. But then again, they'd be surprising you. Yes. So I would say I would say use this time, especially after you graduate. You have a good excuse. Yeah. To be like, hey, I need time to myself. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Figure out how you feel when he's gone and out of your space and out of your presence. Yeah. And then from there, decide, do I still want to be with him? And if you do, do you do you want to put in the work? Does he want to put in the work that to part. make it work? Yeah. But I think you definitely need, I would give a more tangible number of like three to six months. Mm-hmm. A man, a man knows what he wants, but especially in those first six months, they're very critical. Um that's what I, that's just what I've heard from Lola. And I mean, he, he knew after that little hump of me being weird and he just like, who is this girl who keeps on coming to my house? You know, like he was like, oh, okay. Like I want to spend the rest of my life with her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They, I, had they a, be knowing. I had a bad attitude problem, but after we got over that problem, good to go. Yeah. Go. No, they, they definitely, they know, they know what they want. And if you are confused you know what a man likes you. If you are confused, it means something else is not. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna work out in your favor. Yeah. You but should. I wish you the best, girl, because I understand, girl. Like situationships be happening, mm-hmm. and especially when you've been in one for more than a year. Like I was in one for two years, and it's it's really hard to get out of because you can't call it a breakup because that's not your man. Mm-hmm. It's hard to set boundaries. But I would say um, it's in your best interest to cut it off. And usually they come back anyway. Yeah. So I think you'll be in the clear. Mm-hmm. But keep us updated on how that went. Absolutely. Um, and our next one, um, this girl says, or guy, I don't know who it is. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it is a girl. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, she says, I love you guys' this podcast. Thank you. We love you too. Love you, girl. It has helped me so much as a young black girl. I've learned a lot about personal hygiene through TikTok, sadly, because I was never taught at home and found out that many girls don't find out how to properly take care of themselves until they're older. If you can dedicate an episode to personal hygiene or tips for girls who may struggle with that, 
And another girl also submitted asking if we could do a period podcast or like period horror stories. Mm-hmm. So we're working on like making a mod podge of both of those. Yeah. Um, but to give you something for now, since we, we want to highlight your message and like say thank you again for submitting it. Mm-hmm. We do have a couple hygiene tips that we're just going to like rapid fire go yeah. through. No big facts. Yeah. Um, the, the, honestly, the main goal of this podcast was to make sure that like girlies can learn from our mistakes and things that we've done. So yeah. I'm so glad you're enjoying that. But um, so far, I've learned um, tampons can can go inside of you. I thought tampons just <laughs> t- tampons weren't meant for me. I was not built for tampons. Turns yeah. out, I am. I just need to relax. Yeah, just take your time. Take your time. Put some calm music on. Maybe drink some wine and use Get, a YouTube tutorial. Use a use, use a YouTube tutorial. That bought them box instructions. Going stay you wrong, bro. Every time the, the tampon, I put it in halfway in on a sunsplash. Insane. 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 It fell out on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> on the bus, bro. I got out and I'm like, it felt like an L shape in me. Oh, that's it. I yes. thought you meant in the bus. Well, I, I mean, it was so uncomfortable as I was on the bus, and then I got no, I thought like on the bus floor. Oh. <laughs> No, 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 no. It ended up coming out in the bathroom with sunsplash. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, also, if I'm a pad girly, I was a tampon girly in college. I don't know why. It was cool. I felt like a woman, but now I'm back to pads. Um, wrap your pads in tissue paper. I, please. Like, I don't, maybe your mom didn't teach you. Maybe whoever was helping you didn't teach you when they were ta- teaching you about periods. Wrap your pad in tissue paper. No, wrap them in the in the little green thing and then wrap it in tissue paper and then throw it in the trash. Do mm-hmm. not just be raw dog and pad stuff. Please, please don't. Um, that's, that was a crazy sentence. Crazy sentence. <laughs> also, scrub behind your ears, your neck, and your ankles. Those are huge smell points. I don't know how, but they just are. Yeah. And they can build up a lot of dirt depending on what the shoes and stuff. And, the, and what you're doing throughout the day. Yeah, and the environment you're in. Um, make sure your shower, make your shower an experience. Um, maybe, you know, put some aromatherapy, figure out what soaps work best for you. And don't be afraid to experiment. Lotion your full body. And when I say experiment, I mean experiment with different, um, um, soaps and soaps to see how they, they pair with your body chemistry. Um, and scrub your tongue. And if you have a bad reflex, a gag reflex, don't go ham, but just, just get it a little bit. And just mm-hmm. to get the majority of your tongue and floss. Now, what about you, moms? Okay. And to, to, to her point also, try layering your scents. Like, if mm. you're going to be a vanilla girl, get a vanilla lotion, get a vanilla spray, get a vanilla soap, mm-hmm. and then you'll smell like vanilla all day. Yeah. Um. So, my tips. A good two showers a day ain't never hurt nobody. Try to stick to, like, having a good, a good schedule. And if you don't sure, I know sometimes you could be like, mm, I didn't do nothing today. Do I need to take a shower? My mom, as a kid, used to, like, lick us. And if we tasted salty, what? that's how she knew that we had been sweating, even throughout the day. Whoa. Yeah. It's, like, a thing that, I guess, I don't know if that's an old mother's trick or mm. whatever, but, like, if you can lick your skin, I mean, it's kind of crazy if you just yeah. lick, don't, don't do too much. No. <laughs> but, like, if you just lick your, if you lick your arm and you taste salty, wow, you're probably, you probably need to go take a shower. I'm going to try that. Um. And yeah, as many and take as many as needed, depending on the season, because, yeah. you know, in the summertime, the Ooh, summer be summer in that part. Um, if you're wearing deodorant, you feel like, why am I already stinking? Why is it already stinking? Why is it already stinking? Detox your armpits. Mm. Sometimes 
wearing deodorant every day can clog your pores in your in your like your armpits and that's probably why like you might even when you wear deodorant every day you still smell a little crazy Mm -hmm. so try detoxing your armpits you can use either a clay mask yeah you can also use glycolic acid the ordinary makes one i use that at night and it literally does not like you do not be smelling i'd be putting deodorant on anyway because Mm -hmm. I'd be doing hop, skips, and jumps to get to work. <laughs> Literally. And there's no reason I should be sweating before 8 a.m. Crazy. So I, I I put on deodorant just to be safe anyway. Yeah. But um, glycolic acid, especially at once at night, can go mm-hmm. a long way. Um, and then, like, you know, we, we if you don't know, we be calling Poom Pooms everything. Like, yeah. Poom Poom, Gucci. Miss Girl. Miss Girl. We mm-hmm. all got different names for her. But we just going to call it Poom Poom Advice. Yeah. So first, drink your water. Yeah. Drink your water. I know they be saying that, but they right. They right. Drink your water. Add some chlorophyll to your water, just in case, because chlorophyll is like a natural internal deodorant. We'll put it. We'll we'll put the link we use on. Um, yeah, we use the same one from yeah. Amazon. So we'll we'll post that on our story. Um, no scentsy stuff on your poom poom. Japanese cherry blossom. Throw it away. <laughs> no champagne toast on the poom. Sweet pea. Throw it away. <laughs> On your arms and legs and sure. your chest, yeah, girl, for sure. But not on the poom poom. Do not put nothing with a scent on the poom poom. It's gonna throw off everything. It's gonna throw all the way off. Mm-hmm. Don't put none of that. Leave the Bath and Body Works alone. Use a very natural, very the most basic. I recommend either um, Dr. Bronner's unscented yeah. soap or Dove. Dove unscented. Now, if you want a fun time, you can use the peppermint. Just know it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's sizzle. gonna. It's gonna have a little tang, twang, twang to, to it. Yeah. yeah. Personally, I don't use that one because I don't like to be twanging. It's, <laughs> it's it's a fun like. My life has been boring. If you want, if you want a fun, use Doctor Bronner's peppermint. Peppermint. Yeah. And get back to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Report back. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So we we recommend that. Um. I would recommend. I honestly, Doctor Bronner's works great. Yeah. And just drink your water and you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Do that for about a week and let me know if you see a difference. Mm-hmm. And baby wipes as well. Yeah. Uh, tissue just ain't going to cut these days sometimes. <laughs> like, realistically, tissue. We're grown. We're grown women. Mm-hmm. Get a baby wipe. Especially if you're not taking, like, as many showers as you'd like. Yeah. Baby wipes. Baby wipe. Unscented again. Mm-hmm. Them scents just, I don't even know why they make them with scents, <laughs> truly. They hate us. Smell like a baby. But yeah, that was this episode, guys. Thank you for your patience with this. Um, so now our next segment. Why would you say that? Yes. So I have a few. So um Dr. Miami during the Hurricane Ian uh said, Come get your BBL before this hurricane hits, which is crazy because he literally is in the eye of the storm. And <laughs> and another random post on somebody's private story said, I need a couple of y'all's ugly boyfriend to sit on my porch for Halloween. Why, Why would you say that? Come on. <laughs> Come on. I think it's because I just imagine like somebody sitting on the porch. Bro, the, me too. I imagine Michael Myers. Like, that's like somebody very, in Michael Myers mask. Yeah. Very specific. Very, a lot. Very specific. Honestly, if y'all have any Why Would You Say That? Please send, send them to us. If you just hear something that's just so out of pocket that you're like, why would you say that? Yeah. Test it to us. Yeah. We'll probably get a good laugh out of it. Good laugh. And we might even just put it on the story. I'm not put it, Either put it on the story or put it in the podcast as well. Yeah. You yeah. might make the podcast. You might make the podcast. <laughs> um, but we do have some good news. Denasia, do you want to? Yes. 
Okay. So we we really appreciate you guys. Yeah. A lot. We get so much good feedback from y'all. Like mm-hmm. we really do, especially like lately. We've been getting a lot of interaction. Yeah. And we just really want to highlight some of our favorite type A black girls. Absolutely. And when you say that, like as a general term, you don't gotta be type A. And you don't have to be a black girl. You don't girl. gotta be a black girl. Like you can be anybody. Mm-hmm. A listener, a, yeah. someone that supports us. Yeah. Um we wanna highlight bi weekly, so mm-hmm. like twice a month. Yeah. Our type A black girl of the week. Mm-hmm. And we will ask you, we will reach out to you. Yep. Through Instagram, though. Mm-hmm. So you need to be following us at type A black girls yep. on Instagram so we yep. can have a way to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we will ask you how you found us. We'll do a little feature on you if you're okay with it. Yep. Um, and it's just a chance for us to just show our support back to you guys. Absolutely. And show that we love you. Mm-hmm. And... We're not gonna give any hints to who it is the week before, so you don't even know if you gonna you don't even know if he's gonna be you for real until you get that message. This, but we say that to say interact with us. Mm-hmm. The pe- we already have a few people in mind who have been like our biggest supporters. Yeah, and then it doesn't mean you have to be listening from the very beginning. Like yeah. you can come in on episode last episode that and part. still be type A black girl of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll be keeping that up. So just stay tuned. First type A black girl of the week will be coming soon. So yeah, for sure. Follow us on Instagram, though. That's the main way we're able to reach out to you guys and even contact you in the first place. No big facts. Like, I, I'm seeing some of y'all stories, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, congrats. Like, we friends at this point. Listen, we be watching y'all. Yeah. We, we be like, did you see old girl got that? Like, we, no, actually, we keep up with y'all probably more than you. Y'all keep up with us. <laughs> with us. Okay. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, another good news. We Last week, we didn't post because we, we had been wanting to get the perfect picture. Never ended up happening. Never. And we have been going through trials and tribulations this past week. Uh, just wait for the New York recap, okay? Yeah. And even then, there was more, I'm yeah. sure. But we hit 20K last Woo! week. Yeah, so if you say it this long, you'll get to see this. If not, we'll put it on the um, on, on Instagram. And... Add that feature. Oh, this is good. That's, That's good. good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. We're gonna be using. Oh, that. we gonna be using yeah. that from now on. <laughs> um, but yeah, we get 20k. We're really excited. Thank and you guys for listening. 20k, 20,000 people listening to us talk is crazy. crazy. No, that's absurd. What do we be saying? For Bro, what, 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 what do we be saying? What makes y'all come back every single week? And especially, we had a we had a pretty long hiatus. Yeah, from from season two. When, season we, when we both moved to our new cities, that we was had rough. about a month and a half where we just could not. We were like, we need to prioritize Life. finding places to live that part. before we can film a podcast. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys' patience through it all because y'all have seen it from the very beginning and coming back and coming back. Like, the retention rate is crazy. Yeah. So, please share so we can get that retention rate up higher. And we got a lot of fun things in store. Yeah, um, we're excited. Yeah. We're Even really- this episode has been one of my favorites this season. Oh, no. This is... Yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, period. Um, Look out. Be on the lookout for the New York recap next week. And we love you guys. And we'll love tap you. in with y'all later. Bye. Bye.